0: Break down in twos. Nah, we do. Baby,
1: America, don't be foolish. They want you to watch these games. Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee are head and shoulders above the rest of these bombs in the Eastern
0: Conference. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Wall Street Journal Podcast. We got in person today,
1: me and Saad. Dude, what's going on? What's up, man? We're watching Uh, we're watching the plan as we record this. That's always a, a lot of fun. And uh, my wife is staring at us, giving us uh, weird looks as we record this pod. So that's also fun.
0: <laughs> Seeing the behind the scenes of, of the magic that happens during this pod. But, dude, I mean, last night, I mean, even a couple nights ago, sorry. All the matchups are set and we got i think some exciting series so why don't we talk about one that's close to your heart number three versus number six in the east Nets sixers
1: what are you feeling man well first off i'd like to say that i called it (laughs) you know i I, there was a lot we were we were there was some fear in my heart you know uh the nets were you know kind of the plane is that yeah yeah So the Nets were, you know, kind of fumbling the bag on that 6th seed. The cushion that Kyrie and KD gave them. They did what they were supposed to do.
0: What did Kyrie say? (laughs) We left the team in good place in 6th and 4th place. (laughs) So I guess you guys only fell down two spots after Kyrie.
1: Right, so um, I know you and Nishant uh, did all the play-in matchups. So it's good that we're, we're, uh, you know, highlighting uh, the playoff matchups that are already set. So with the Nets and Sixers, what I'm feeling is I saw tickets. We were trying <laughs> to go. We were trying to go to this game. Um, we saw tickets on, for Saturday's game, game one, for like 50 bucks. And to me, that indicates that it's going to be a Sixer blowout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, I, I think the fact that that the Sixers, they ended the season on a good note. They had that important win against the Celtics. Embiid likely is the MVP this season. Harden, now they get a week off these teams, right? Anyone not in the playing tournament is getting a full week off. Harden gets some time to rest. Really, I think let's just get to it, dude. The number one thing is, can the Nets stop Embiid? I mean, they have clacks, but he's giving up a lot of weight to Joel right? So what do you guys think the Nets are going to do? Double team? Like they're just going to send different schemes. So how are you going to stop Joel? I mean, you can't stop him. How can you contain him?
1: Well, I would say in the regular season matchups, Clax did a decent job in uh, guarding Embiid, but the playoffs are a completely different beast, right? The, the only hope is throwing multiple bodies on him, which means, you know, Clax obviously, but then also Dorian Finney Smith, uh Watanabe Royce O'Neal's all those those wings wings. that's the only thing you can do and then for James Harden Mikael Bridges just uh or no Mikael Bridges sorry (laughs) I I realize Brooklyn Bridges yeah that bro just lock him up that's all I ask I mean
0: I think that's the one thing the Nets have right so they're gonna have like all these wing defenders and they're going to have chances to double-team. And then coming off the double-team... You know, Embiid can kick it out to one of these shooters. But the wings that they have can just keep switching... And keep trying to get to them. I do think, ultimately... It's it's only can... it's Nets just got to hope that Sixers miss their threes. Whether it's Harris, Matzi, Tucker... Like, all these other guys. You got to hope that the Sixers miss their shots. And then I think the Nets have a chance. But, I mean... I think this is where in the playoffs we'll see that the Nets are this like nice regular season team after they traded KD and Kyrie. They had good vibes, finally. Mm. But when it comes to the playoffs, you need those stars. And the Sixers got them. The Nets, they, I mean, Bridges seems like a star, but he's not on the level of Harden and Embiid. I think I'm going to ultimately pick the Sixers in five. I think the Nets will get one game at home, but I think it's going to end at
1: five. So I, I I do think the Sixers will win, but I, I, I think the difference is for me is this team does have a lot of playoff experience although it's mainly role players like Mikel bridges and cam johnson have been to the nba finals um dorian finney smith uh royce o'neill those guys have been to western conference finals or deep in the playoffs i should say um and you're right this team doesn't have the star power that's necessary but i think they will have. They will get put up a good fight, and I would say Sixers in six. Although if we steal a home game in these first two, bro, <laughs> that's when they're gonna.
0: Sixers are gonna be feeling all the pressure going back to Brooklyn.
1: Cause dude, the narrative would then change because Harden, Harden's Kryptonite would kick in. <laughs> and pressure, high pressure playoff games is Harden's Kryptonite. Is forte. Yep. 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 <laughs> so if that happens, if they split. The home games uh, in, in Philly, and then you know Brooklyn can steal a game or you know win their home games or split at least. I don't know. There's there's opportunity, but I'm mostly expecting a a Sixers win. Um, you know, advancing to the second round in six games.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean the fact that the Nets, this is they they don't it's not championship or bust this year. We know that it's all about building on from this. They. Have their they don't they don't have their own pick because it's going to Houston, but they have the Phoenix pick now, and they kind of recovered all their draft picks moving forward because now they're going to have all the the Suns picks, and it's just a matter of I think they're going to have to trade one of these wing defenders, one of them for big band depth uh, behind Clax, maybe add like a backup point guard. So that, you know, you don't just have a team full of wings. You actually have, like, a team that's complementing each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I think that's where this team is going to go. It's a great building block. They have two, I think, mainstays in Bridges and Cam Johnson. And then just, like, build around them. So that that's what I like about the, uh, the Nets. And for the Sixers, man, all the pressure is on them this offseason. If they don't win this series or even make it out of the second round, I would say. Mm-hmm. And we know the talks are going to start. Harden's a free agent. How long is Embiid going to be happy? That's all going to come down to how well the Sixers do these playoffs.
1: It would be great to see Embiid in the Nets jersey. Clacks <laughs> <laughs> and
0: clack some wing defenders and picks for Embiid. I mean, yo, let's make it happen. Basically, send all the Suns picks to the Sixers <laughs> and just whatever they got for KD,
1: it's for Embiid. All right, let's move on to the next game, uh, next series that we have, which is probably one of my favorite series so far in the Knicks and Cavaliers. Um, I wish Nishant was here for... You know, I was just
0: about to say, we just talked about your team <laughs> and now we have Nishant's team, the Knicks-Cavs series.
1: Yeah, so give me your thoughts. What do you What do you think of the series? Who do you think is going to win? So
0: if, if again, if the teams are fully healthy with Randall, we don't know his situation yet. Um, I think we just got an update that he's improving, but there's no timeline for his return. We don't even know if he's going to play in this series. And I know Brunson, he'll play, uh, but it seems like he's not fully healthy either. So the Knicks are coming in hobbled. They got uh, ran with Randall and Brunson. While the Cavs seem to be fully healthy they, with their four main guys, Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, and Allen. And they've kind of gotten some recent good minutes from like these that fifth player, whether it's Levert. Uh, Dean Wade, Dean Wade Accounting
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's that song for all your accounting needs <laughs>
0: <laughs> they got Dean Wade and then who else Um uh, Akuro. Akuro. like they got someone filling in that 5th spot but I think the Cavs they got these 4 top end players they, they had a great regular season I think the first time since the late 90s that they made the playoffs without LeBron like a LeBron-less Cavs team which is just crazy to think about it's crazy because lebron would be a perfect fit on this team. <laughs> they just need a, uh,
1: a a small forward right and then they could add the greatest one of all time <laughs> seriously um but no i you know the knicks being injured really does put a damper on things on this series really being as juicy as possible jalen brunson i love the dynamic that he's added to the knicks he's made them a more versatile team and, you know, with his scoring and leadership, I feel like it's a really good situation compared to, you know, a few years ago when the Knicks were in the playoffs, they kind of fizzled out in the first round because they didn't have an answer outside of Julius Randle. Yeah, And now they have that, but now you're walking into a situation where your team is injured and, you know, the Cavs literally look like monsters (laughs) Uh, you know like you have a guy that can score 71 (laughs) and has scored 50 uh, points in the playoffs like this is this is the star right um but the good thing is this series for them is not uh like there's not as much pressure as there would be in, in in i guess a similar situation like there's I think they're still a star away, and I think the Knicks front office is aware of that,
0: right? I think so. I I think that's what they have. Like the Knicks by not giving up well, they what they jazz wanted for Mitchell, they said we have Brunson, we have Randall, but we're also gonna need flexibility moving forward. They have like draft picks, not just their own, they have other teams picks move, coming up. And then they always have RJ Barrett, who can be the prime piece of any trade thing, or Mitchell Robinson guys like quickly I think he's going to be the sixth man of the year so he's built up his trade value Quentin Grimes so the Knicks have like what you need to make any superstar trade they got young players they got draft picks and that that's going to carry them and I mean I'm sure it's going to come up at some point the Knicks may be a candidate for Joel Embiid or any superstar who's not happy we don't know who I think what we we've seen is a superstar's happiness with a with a team is is finite right Mm. eventually they're gonna get unhappy like the nets the all three superstars the way they got broken up uh man i I just want to say the hawks are up 62 to 39 on the heat man uh, sad what did you say sadiq bays playing right tonight (laughs) for prime shack (laughs) (laughs) i mean this guy's like unconscious no no, no. that that was a a, that was an insane block wow The, the hawks are laying it on Sadiq ba- Oh, never mind. He um, <laughs> but we were saying the Knicks. Um, I, so I, I would I, love
1: to see Bradley Beal in a Knicks jersey. He,
0: I mean, I don't know if he's gonna get unhappy, but I think the Wizards would be better off training him because what are the Wizards doing? Right, same with the Blazers. Like these guys who just uh, stay around on these super. I mean, these superstars who stay around on the team for no reason. But I guess getting back to this series, I think that kind of like Net Sixers. The Cavs have too much top-end talent. The Knicks are coming in hobbled. And I think I'm going to take the Cavs in five in this series just because of all that talent. And it's not the Knicks' fault. I think if they had Randall, they could have given it a better shot. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And I think the Cavs are going to move on and then they'll play the Bucs in the next round, which will be a great series. I can't wait to preview that one. But that's what I'm feeling about this series. Agreed,
1: agreed. I think think Cavs in five seems like... Uh, a wise, wise outcome or wise um, take on this, um, and for all the reasons that you said, you know the Knicks are hobbled, um, the Cavs have great top end talent, um, and it's a shame that we couldn't see what this series would look like with both teams at full strength because the the storylines here are just so juicy. But I'm sure this is this won't be the only time that we're we're gonna see this, um, you know for years to come i feel like this is gonna be um a, a nice a nice matchup to watch
0: oh yeah i mean the next day they, they shown that this front office knows how to operate the way they stole brunton from the Mavs, you know they work they work the Mavs, they work the Brunson family they got them and i think that that shows that this front office has connections and they know how to move and make put the right
1: pieces if you had told me that i would be talking about a competent nick's front office at any point in the yeah. 21st century i would have laughed in your face yeah. but it clearly you, you, it's happening you would have <laughs> said
0: we're in an alternate universe
1: <laughs> um shout out Nishant, though. um but yeah let's move on to the west just so sandeep doesn't kill us <laughs> the producer <laughs> the producer
0: um so let's talk about king's Warriors, suit yeah, yeah so the the north north cal series here Where the teams don't have to take a flight to travel to each other. It's almost like Philly, New York, but maybe even closer. Seriously. But these teams don't have to travel to face each other. The Warriors wanted this matchup. They said it because they've been a horrible road team this year. They were only 10-31 and on the road. But Mm. they said, oh, Sacramento's not so bad. We could just take a bus there. We don't have to um, really travel and then we got the other the little rivalry here, Vivek Ranadive, our fellow Brown uh, brown brother, the only <laughs> Brown owner, who used to be a minority owner for the Warriors. Now, he's the owner of the Kings. But, dude, uh, before we start talking about this series, how about the Sacramento Kings breaking that playoff drought? Did you enjoy watching them this year?
1: Yo, man, light the beam. (laughs) Light the beam every single time, man. They've been a great story. It's it's been really fun to have them relevant again. Their fan base is really, you know, engaged and has been, (laughs) like, thirsty for for a playoff uh, appearance. And so they finally have that. You know, I kind of wish that I took the over um, <laughs> over the summer. Yeah. Like, it was, Mark like J. Spears. it was like 32 and a half or something, right? When For Mark their... J. Spears was like, oh, yeah, the Kings are definite; they're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, I not was, even a play in, right? I, I laughed <laughs> over the summer while listening to that in the gym. And, and this guy, you know... I've been made a fool.
0: Yeah, I mean Mike Brown, Coach of the Year. I think we, that's going to be an easy award to pick. De'Aaron Fox probably the new award, Clutch Player of the Year. Cherry mm-hmm. West, Clutch Player of the Year. Absolutely. Sabonis was an All Star. They Fox and Sabonis. I think Fox will probably make one of those All NBA guards. I think he's one of the six best guards. Sabonis, I think, is going to be the 13th um, All NBA center. A great season all around. But yeah, dude, like you said, 17 years of no playoffs, and these fans stayed loyal. These fans are hype. I mean, that that place is going to be rocking. It's going to be like the early 2000s when the Lakers used to go play their playoff games there. I love Sacramento, but Warriors, they got Wiggins back. That's huge, huge for them. So they're going to have that. their like go-to lineup of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. I mean, this team just won a title last year with that lineup. And that's going to be big for them, the return of Wiggins, because then off the bench... It slots everyone into their natural positions like Kaminga, DiVincenzo, they're going to... Jermichael Green, everyone's going to... And Jordan Poole, let's not forget about
1: him. Like, everyone's going to get to play their natural role, which I think will be big. The other thing here is, like, I think this series is going to be a lot of fun because there's going to be so much good offense and such bad defense (laughs) on both ends. And typically, I would say that... Uh, a Warriors road game in Sacramento isn't a real road game. But this year, because there's so much... Like passion and about lighting the beam.
0: It's not just going to be like the Warriors fans in a Sa- Sacramento coming to the game. There's, act, I think they're going to fill it up with their own
1: fans. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, there are those dynamics at play, but my my prediction here is Warriors and six.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think I like Warriors and six. That way they can close it out at home. We know the Warriors are a great home team and they're going to have their own fans I, I think the experience of Steph, Clay, Draymond is just going to be too much. These guys know how to win in the playoffs. Sacramento Kings, you know, it's, it sucks, right? You're a number three seed, the best season you've had in 17 years. And it just sucks that you got to play the defending champs in the first round. Even though you're the higher seed, the Warriors are minus 200. To win this series just shows how big of a favorite they are. It's unfortunate, you know, that the matchups, that you what you can't really do anything about them. But Mike Brown said he's heard the noise. He's played it to his team. like Guys like Windy coming on Sports Center and saying people are targeting the Kings. So it seems like they want that smoke. They're ready for it. Fox doesn't seem like a guy who's going to be scared at the moment. And so that's going to be exciting to watch. Um, but I agree. Warriors and Six. And then let's get to our last one, dude. Uh, the Clippers and the Suns. Oof. Best
1: I know for the, last. The yeah. Suns
0: are uh, kind of close to you just because their best player Ah. was your former best player and what I think still near and dear to your heart let's talk about the Clippers and Suns man
1: what do you think about this series KD man (laughs) 55 40 and 90 34 and 13 when he's played this season between the Nets and Suns, man, this guy is so good. He strikes the fear in every team. <laughs> he gives his teammates the confidence to say, yes, we're going to win the series. The yes, Slim Reaper. Bro, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Chris Paul and DeAndre Ain have literally so much confidence because they know that they can do nothing, and KD is just going to take over and help them win <laughs> this series, right? <laughs> You and then you on top of that you add Paul George who's not going to play right who has this injury who, who may or may not play I should say um you know with that being the case Kawhi can only guard one person at a time I I know Zach Lowe said that he can probably guard uh, <laughs> one and a half people at, at his peak yeah <laughs> and that's probably true but realistically like you you stick Kawhi on KD and maybe that mitigates what KD can do by like what 40% 30% maybe, maybe maybe yeah maybe but then there's way too much there's way too much offense on the Suns and not enough defense from the Clippers you know with the lack of Paul George it's really going to be very difficult for them i'd say yeah i, I man
0: Kevin Durant, dude, he's just so good. Like the, this guy's. Uh, granted, they didn't play like the best teams, but they were eight and zero when he played as a Phoenix Sun. Uh, that's contributing to that thirty four and thirteen record. Uh, just, just an in- insane talent. And I know people have said this before, how he's a malleable superstar or the most malleable superstar. But it's really true. I mean, the fact that he came in middle of the season on a team with Durant. I mean, sorry, on Booker, Paul, and Aiden already and it's not even a big deal like hey like kevin Durant is like i'll just come in i'll fit in the gaps like you want me to make threes mid-range like score from wherever i'll play defense i'll rebound i'll, I'll, I'll pass like he's will just do anything and he just fits into any team with already other superstars that are established you don't need to necessarily have to build a scheme around kd you'll just have your own and he'll just come in and uh, and still kill it just an incredible talent um I, and you know that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, you guys got Bridges, you guys got Johnson, and all those picks. But I think you need, you guys needed all that because that's how good Kevin Durant is, right? Like, really? the Suns are probably like, okay, man, it's like you know when the Clippers gave up SGA. I'm sure that that's how the the Suns feel about giving up Bridges now, seeing what he's doing. But I mean, the fact that they have Durant, you're you have like four amazing talents. And you almost have superstar insurance, right? Like, say Chris Paul's having an off night. You still got two others. Say Booker's having an off night. You know, like, if whoever one of them is having an off night, you got superstar insurance. You know, like, the problem is this team is injury prone. We've seen that with Durant. We've seen that with Paul at his age. Booker's been having some hamstring injuries. I think that's really my only thing with the Suns. If they stay healthy, I I, I think they, they should win it all. Um, not just this series. I think they should win it all because... The Nuggets should I don't think they, they can they should beat the Nuggets, Grizzlies, whoever it is. Um I think for a prediction, I because of those injury concerns and the unpredictability, the Clippers still do have Kawhi. They got all those wings. And yo, we never even talk about this though. Russ versus KD in a playoff oh, series, right? On. That that, that storyline isn't even being talked about. The fact that it's Russ versus KD, I know Russ is just not but he's been better with the Clippers than he has been for where he was with the Lakers. He's going to play in, in a pretty big role now with no PG. S- just for those reasons, and I'm scared about the Suns injury issues, I'm going to go Suns in seven. only Dang. because I would say five, but you just don't know, man. They're a hamstring pull away from Chris Paul from this series turning. But I think the talent of KD, Booker, Aiton, and the Clippers have one top-end guy in Kawhi.
1: And I think that's why I like the Suns at seven. Yo, Russell Westbrook. We're discounting Russell Westbrook revenge games. You know the <laughs> the, the the finger pointing. I'm not gonna say what finger <laughs> uh, against uh, the Lakers and, and uh, when he was sh- shooting over LeBron. And you're right. He has he has played a lot better. Um, I actually, you know, I wasn't as mad as a lot of other analysts about Russell Westbrook on the Clippers. I don't know if you remember this. When, when he got signed out, I, I said that it could be a good thing if things played out the right way, and they have. And it also helps that Paul George is in there taking up the ball and, you know, Russ has a lot of room to operate and be Russ. So that definitely does help. I would also probably say the series is Sons and Six.
0: Suns in six okay so closing it out in la then okay
1: yeah i would say that just because you know the injury concerns are going to be there they're always going to be there with with teams like the Suns, and we didn't talk about this with the sixers but it's there as well oh, yeah yeah um but ultimately i think if they're able to ma- maintain their health then this this series is over in six games
0: yeah i think the suns there's less pressure on them in this series in the sense that this trade was made mid-season right they're always gonna they can always say like they just didn't have enough time to come together they're gonna have an off season together whereas for the clippers you know paul george is out but it just seems like every year they something and that thunder trade is gonna like just start looking building up more and more because now this year they have It's not going to matter this year. But moving forward, the Thunder still had their picks in 24 and 26. Swap rights in 25. And the longer SGA is going to go into his career, it's always going to be brought up that SGA was on the Clippers. He was traded for PG. And you make these trades with the goal to get a championship, right? Um, When Drew Holiday was traded to the Bucks, they got a championship. Like That's really why you make these trades. Um, And the longer a team goes without one, you know that those questions are going to be brought up and i don't think the clippers are going to make any mass changes you know they're moving into this new arena in 2024 the intuit dome and such but i just think that pressure is going to add on every year when you don't win a championship that people are going to always look back and do revisionist history on that trade
1: even if they never win the championship with this iteration of the team i still i still wouldn't have any regrets if i was the clippers front office yeah no you make that trade like 10 no, times that, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. Like, you you can't, you can't, like, it, it's great to go back and look at revisionist history and whatever. But, like, this is the best opportunity that they've had to get tr- to the championship. Yeah, and
0: that trade, I know it's for
1: Paul George, but it was
0: for Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. Because Kawhi could have gone back to the Raptors. He could have signed with the Lakers. But that trade was to lock them both in. And the Thunder knew that. And that's why they were able to get all that stuff from the Clippers. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know you guys talked about this uh, with the Wolves, but... Oh, man. (laughs) That Gobert trade? I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to watch that game later tonight. So, 65-50 Hawks at halftime here. We'll see. The Heat kind of made a run at the end there. uh, But the Hawks are just on fire from three. And we're going to watch that Wolves game later. The only thing is, I know Rudy's out tonight, but even if he doesn't win the... Even if the Wolves don't win tonight, they at least are guaranteed another game. And I think that's why, like, I'm going to be a nervous wreck, Side, You're going to see me, because you never actually see me watching a Lakers game, and how I, <laughs> you'll see me text during a Lakers game, but you're going to see how physically I'm a nervous wreck. But, dude, I think the only that literally that'll, have
1: no one to, you're telling me Carl Anthony talents is going to guard <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, it's a make or miss league. Look at what the Hawks are doing now. When your threes are going in, Dude, Zach Lowe literally was like, "I have a strange feeling about this game, yeah. and I, I have a feeling that the Hawks are gonna win." But you know what? I looked at ESPN. Uh, they they pretty much uh, picked who would, each series. Yeah, it was seventeen and oh. That, that's every like, freaking analyst at ESPN said the Lakers were going to uh, win against uh, the t And I did, if
0: anything that scared
1: me more because I was just like man this
0: is how you get on freezing cold <laughs> this is how freezing cold takes that they, you know they pull up those screenshots <laughs> freezing cold takes and then they'll just be like that's how you call out but I think for me the only thing is again just like the Wolves the Lakers lose tonight they still got another home game um, to get into the playoffs and that'll be on Friday but man Let's finish up this game and then we can't. I can't wait to talk about the next round of the playoffs. I think it's going to be an exciting one for sure.
1: Definitely, man.
0: All right. Let's stop it here before our producer gets any. <laughs> Signing off, guys.
1: I want to thank our producer, Sandeep.
0: Without him, this podcast would not be possible. If you want to get the latest news on the podcast and to support us, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BSJPod. And check out our website at www.sjpod.com bsjpod.com.
1: Thanks for tuning in.